Welcome to episode number 142 for October 23rd, 2011. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. And you're listening to the Take Him With You podcast. Four letter words just to get me along. It's a difficulty and I'm biting on my tongue and I keep stalling and keeping it together. People around gotta find something to say now. Holding back every day the same. Don't want to be alone. Listen to me. Oh no. I never say anything at all. But with nothing to consider, they forget. They call me help. They call me Stacy. They call me help. Okay, so I don't know why I like this song so much, but I do. It's funny. Our daughter has it on her iPod. That's how I heard it. It's very geeky. It is kind of geeky, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, especially when we saw them um, do it live. Do it live, where they just keep on recording little bits and playing it back. Loops and, and loops. stuff with their yeah. Uh huh. The Ting Tings. Even their name is a little geeky. It's kind of cool. They do that other song that we really like. Um, well, that I really like. Uh, Shut up and let me go. Yeah, you did a, a, a parody Star, song. Star Trek parody to that. Yeah, well, I have a little surprise for you with the Ting Tings a little bit later in the show. <laughs> okay. So I think you'll really enjoy it. It's a special surprise for you. Anyway, this week on the show, we're going to talk about all sorts of cool stuff, some TV programs, uh, what we've been up to this last week, all sorts of things. And then the subject today is we're going to talk about what we've learned in 46 years of our lives because <laughs> my birthday comes up here. Okay. I'm, and, I'm not, and so does yours. I'm not turning 46, though. What? I'm not turning 46. Are you sure? I'm sure. I'm 47, right? I will be? No. No. How many times do I have to tell you, you'll be turning 46 on Wednesday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. currently 45. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we'll talk about all that <sighs> and more on this episode of Taken With You. Stick around. <laughs> I can't believe you're singing along with the Ting Tings. Hey, I danced to Chubby Checkers and the and the Beach Boys today, so I guess I can sing to the Ting Tings. I guess. Andrew just got home from work. We'll be back in a moment. Attention, attention, it's finally here, the first and only podcast dedicated to one of the most groundbreaking television series in history, MASH. Join the hosts of MASH 4077 Podcast, Kenny, Meds, and Al, as they discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. Find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 Podcast or online at www.mash4077.podbean.com. Well, wow, what a crazy whirlwind week it's been. Yes, and it still, it doesn't feel like it slowed down one minute. <laughs> oh, you know, after we get the podcast out, we can relax. We can go to church in the morning and then relax. Um, that's you talking. I have about four loads of laundry to take care of, or five, or that's six. That's not really strenuous, though, is it? Uh, it's just, you know. Constant. Constant. And you, it's like laundry and dishes are something that you really never are done with, because... Is this you the part of the podcast around. where we get spiritual and I'm supposed to dwell with my wife with understanding? 
Yeah. Because it's not that I can't do the laundry. I did. I by the way, I put my pants in the dryer the other day. <laughs> now I know some of our podcast listeners, you men out there, do a lot of the laundry stuff at home, and uh, I that have was to say, monumental, that's, monumental. Oh, come for on, you. it's not. I cleaned the lint trap too. Wow! Yeah. Wow! I better find a package of gold stars and start breaking them out. <laughs> that's okay. It was good to have dry pants. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, good. you you uh, you work out of town quite a bit now, and so. Uh, just gets a little crazy around here but we had a lot of stuff go on this week and you had uh a bunch of stuff and i had a yeah. bunch of stuff and then here we are we're actually doing the podcast just a little bit later than we normally do um because yeah. we've been so busy with things mm-hmm. so. i was out of town thursday and friday and, and monday and monday no no tuesday. tuesday i was out of town so three days of this week i worked um quite a ways away from home about 45 minutes away and yeah and um, and then Saturday, which is the day we're recording this. Right now is Saturday right now, night for us. Um, I was in Puyallup all day, which... Where? Puyallup. Now, it's not... Puyallup. It's not Puyallup. Puyallup. Or Puyallup or whatever. It's, it's Puyallup. And um, it's a, a town... By Seattle. By Seattle, kind of, yeah. By Tacoma, Seattle. Why were you in Puyallup, Amy? Well, I was at a um, big state conference for my TOPS group. And I know you always ask, what does TOPS stand for? It stands for Take Off Pound Sensibly. It's an organization um, that is for healthy lifestyle changes. It's a nonprofit organization, right? Nonprofit organization. And they have local chapters that get together and encourage each other to eat better and move more and take care of ourselves. So you went to the, the big convention. We today. went to the state convention. And by the way, we found out the international convention is in um, the West Coast this year, and it hardly ever is. Um, it's going to be in San Diego um, this year. So I wow. don't know if I'm going to get to go Are you to getting that, close to your mic because you're fading out? Um, wow, is that look better? at that. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's so, a little too loud. Um, whoa, whoa, that's whoa. a little too loud. Let me turn you down. Okay. Um, Sorry, everybody. <clears throat> so we had a good time there. We had about eleven from our our group that went up to the state convention. Okay. What's going on over there? Oh, that's Jade. She's trying to get into. Well, why don't you let her in? I don't understand. Um, because I'm doing the podcast. That's why I'm not. Well, like she makes a lot of noise. So, um, I don't know what Andrew. Just shut it because he's watching TV in the other room. And got so it. Shut the got doors. it. Okay, so you uh, go so to the convention. I went to the convention, and my I had two claims of fame for the convention. There's thousands of people there. Really. And four of the people from my group, um, which you helped with this project, we um, one of the ladies, actually two uh, two cousins that go to my tops group, rewrote the words to a chubby checker song the twist and they put top stuff in it so like about burning calories and oh, moving around and stuff and um you graciously professionally recorded your voice onto the soundtrack so that we had the correct words in a pleasant manner on a um cd so there's supposed to be a larger group, but um, one of the girls that was supposed to be in it with Catherine and I and the other ladies overslept or something and didn't come, and and another lady hurt her back. So it ended up only being four of us. In front of thousands of people. In front of thousands of people. But we had them all stand up and had them do the twist with us, too. So. And this, feel weird then. this is on video, too. Oh, <laughs> One no. of the ladies in our group actually did. Would you let the dog in so we don't keep having okay, that happen? Okay, just a minute. I got to take gonna my go headphones She's going to go let the dog off. in. So, so my wife got up in front of thousands of people and did the twist to Chubby Checker's song, The Twist. I'm impressed because that's not like you, Amy. No. I, I was, um, just a minute. Come on, Jane. There we go. She had to go let the dog in. You know, it all happens here on the podcast. It's the Moyer household. 
and, on a rainy Saturday evening. And the convention was actually held in a Baptist church. They let oh, us use the church. And so I'm going, I'm not quite sure about this. Here I am dancing all around in a Baptist church. I, oh, but I didn't get struck by lightning or anything. That's good. Yeah. And um, and there's a bunch of other fun skits. Some Someone did a Help Help Me Wanda Help, help me, Wanda. Wanda, or it, something. It, isn't it Rhonda? Or, or I don't know what it was. A beach. Help, help me, Rhonda. It's not Wanda, Rhonda. but that would be a good yeah. song. Help me, Wanda. Yeah, that, that'd be for a Harry Potter convention. Oh, a, <laughs> <No>. a Wanda. <laughs> um, it was. It was. Um, My wife just made a joke. I did. That's hilarious. I know. It's not normal. Yeah, I I actually <laughs> tried to remember a joke from today, but I don't think I can remember it. That's okay. Um, so, so we did, yeah. they did a Beach Boy song and there's a bunch of other goofy things, so you know, won? that goes on at conventions. Um, I don't know if we had a winner for skits. Oh, okay. And they so had, what was the big other thing? But that we did you... have little trophies that we brought home for participating. Well, that's good. So what was the other big claim to fame? My other big claim to fame is I was rather embarrassed. My chapter, um, voted to elect me chapter angel and i had to get up in front of all those people and get this little angel pin from my um top tops leader wow that's nice and i had to stand in front you know they just discovered something i already knew (laughs) you knew that i was an angel (laughs) yeah if you're married to me you have to be (laughs) well (laughs) you're not denying it are you no she's not everybody well, but um, well, it's good to have you home. But yeah, I I uh, today got to do I got the privilege and the honor to do a memorial for a family that uh, lost their <laughs> brother. What are you doing? I'm, that's not funny. But Why are you, you laughing? You, you let Jade in, and she's trying to get on top of me, and she's tickling me. So she's laughing about these I'm people sorry. that lost their no, brother. No, that's not funny. I was laughing because okay. Jade thinks she needs to stand on my lap right next to the microphone. And So anyway, the family called me and asked if I would do the memorial. And I don't do a lot of memorials anymore because I'm not I'm not at a church anymore doing, you know, pastoring. But I did say yes to them. They've been family friends for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I went and met with the family a few days ago and wrote down all the things I heard that they talked about their brother. And then I went and did the the, the uh, service today, and it really went well. I, I think we really honored his memory, and they were very pleased with everything. And then I spent some time at the reception and told everybody about uh, our podcast and Star Trek parodies and played with my iPad with a bunch of people. And I had a really good time just enjoying the uh, enjoying the folks. They were, they were great. And... Uh, it was kind of nerve-wracking, though. You guys were gone at the convention. Uh-huh. And, I um, think I know what you're going to say. And I did a boo-boo this morning. Yeah, and Andrew was at work, and so I got up and, and worked on a bunch of work stuff this morning, and then I got dressed in my my nice clothes, mm-hmm. <coughs> so I'd look presentable in my tie and all that jazz. And uh, then I went to go get in the car to drive to the funeral, and uh, I couldn't find my keys anywhere. I was like, where in the world are my keys? So I kind of tore the house upside down looking for them. I I never lost my temper, never freaked out. I did almost want to hurt the dog because she kept running around throwing her Kong at me. (laughs) And I was trying to. Oh, you want to play? You're up running around. Let's play. (laughs) Well, I looked in in the couches, I looked everywhere. I looked in your purse. You have like a bunch of purses. So I looked in all the purses. I have three purses and I have one with me. So you looked in I only have one wallet. I know. You have three purses. Actually, I only have one wallet, but it depends on what I'm wearing or where I'm going, which purse. Well, let's just say this the keys were nowhere to be found. So then I figured, well, <clears throat> the car is parked behind my truck, so I'll go find the spare key to the truck and drive, you know, and inch my way out of the driveway, out of the, uh, you know, between the car and the house. And when I got out there, that was the wrong key. So I didn't have keys for any of my vehicles. And so for the very first time ever in my life, 46 <laughs> really years funny. of my life, I had to call the folks that I was doing the funeral for and have them come get me. Now, if that isn't embarrassing. That's a little humbling. And and I figured out what happened because your keys were on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, right before I left today, we... Where I put them. Yeah, which he could have just grabbed and left. 
right before we left today, um, Catherine and I had, you know, got up and did our hair and got ready to go to the convention. Mm-hmm. And the people were going to show up any minute. And I realized we hadn't eaten breakfast yet. And so I thought, oh, I know I have a, um, a little lunch bag in the car that has little juice boxes and granola bars. So I'll just grab Cute those. Little juice boxes. Yes, they're mm-hmm. actually juice and vegetable boxes. So yeah, okay. only that, 70 I calories. Don't care. Healthy for you. Okay. So I ran out and I grabbed your keys off the table to unlock the car. Unbeknownst to me. And and not thinking whatsoever, I just put them in the raincoat I was wearing. And that was that. And drove off because they pulled up right as I was getting the stuff out of the car. Yeah. And so, you know, just because it was a, a whirlwind and I didn't want to make them late and, you know, we're, we're having to drive two hours to My Puyallup. keys took a trip to Puyallup. Yes, in along a with my keys, which if I would have left my keys, I, I didn't been need at least my a, keys. Yeah. I could You could have used my keys to drive to Well, the, anyway, you know. I got to know the family even better. And, yeah. uh, you know, you we had, had a good time. You had some quality one-on-one time with I'm glad I knew. I'm glad I knew them. It wasn't that embarrassing. So Yeah. And everything went really smooth. I chose not to get all upset about it. And so... It it you know I've I've found over the years that if you're going to do a funeral or a wedding, or any a baby dedication or whatever, if you are calm and collected in front of everyone, then they will be calm and collected. And so I decided not to let it bug me, and it just worked out. It was okay. Yeah, you you were actually not really even upset at me when you called on my way home and said, um, by the way, do, do you, you have my I, keys? Do you have my keys? And I go, well, my well, you know, when I couldn't the, find them yeah. anywhere, I knew that I didn't lose them. Yeah, they weren't lost, so I just figured you had they them were in your pocket. In my pocket. Yeah. Yes. Well, anyway, we're okay. I'm okay. Yeah. And I the the um, memorial went very very well, and I enjoyed spending the time with the family there. And well, and I know they're very is special people. Really, an odd thing to say to people, but. My husband, you, Rick, yeah, are very gifted at doing memorials. Well, you know what? I just I've been to so many lousy church services and so many lousy funerals, and so and honestly, so many lousy weddings that mm. I choose to do them like I would like them, and that, that I would be able to sit through and enjoy personal and warm, yeah, and and, yeah. and lighthearted instead of sad and celebrate the person's life, right? And, and that's and exactly what I do. And, and there is. There is a sense of loss. Oh yeah, you know because you won't I take be able it seriously. to see it them just, for a while. You but know, I talk but in, in regular terms, and it just—I had a lady come up to me, one of the sisters of the of the gentleman that had passed away, and she said, "That's the best funeral I've ever been to," and she, you know, with tears in her eyes, and I gave her a hug and thanked her for the kind words. But mm-hmm. I had a lot of really good talks with everybody, and. It was uh, it was my pleasure and my honor to be able to do that for them. And, and now we have the graveside on Monday at 10 in the morning up at the cemetery. Then I'll do that one, too, for yeah. them. So anyway, it was cool. So the, the other things that I worked on this last week is um, for a company, um, I did some really cool scripture readings for a company that I uh, bid on on an Elance mm-hmm. and got a contract with them. And so I did a bunch of scriptures. Uh, done with a custom-made soundtrack, so that was kind of fun. And then I also did a bid for a podcast intro, and uh, and I played some cool music. Check this out. This is one of the the intro promos or demos that I did. This is all done on the iPad, by the way. <clears throat> by Isn't the that way. Cool? By the way, um, the lady that I drove up to the conference with today is a technology teacher at the Catholic school in town, and she's hoping to recruit you to come and demonstrate your iPad to her class, because she said she tried to show the kids about um, GarageBand, Uh but she really didn't have the time to really figure it out herself. So she just um, she just let him play around on it a little bit. Yeah, you kind of got to know what you're doing. Um, and I said, well, you should you should sweet talk my husband into coming. And oh, so you volunteered me, did you? Yeah, kind of like I volunteered yes. you to do the music for our tops convention. You're good at too. that. You're really good at volunteering me for stuff. Well, you know, 
Because I just believe in you and believe that you could right. impart your enthusiasm yeah, that's, that's to it. the young students at St. Mary's Catholic mm. School. Okay. And um, create, you know, help them. Maybe I could do a. Never mind. Go ahead. Help them um, be able to explore their gifts and talents. And, mm. um, and you know, some of the students there anyway. Um, sure. So our okay. friends, so, Jonathan yeah, yeah. and Christina's daughter goes yeah, there. Yeah. There's probably more. Here there. was another one that I did this week. Okay. This one's a little cool. Isn't that nice? Beautiful, baby, beautiful. And then, then I went ahead and tried, um, tried a different theme, and and decided to do uh, a cool um, uh, throwback to the '80s. What do you think of this? Definitely '80s. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it reminds me of maybe something they would have played on a Buck Rogers or Bionic Man episode. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Not sure what this... What <laughs> on this. one hand, I say, you're so talented. And then on the other hand, I say, yeah, that kind of reminded me of a cheesy B sci-fi. <laughs> no, those actually weren't B sci-fi at the time. They were... A sci-fi at the time, yeah. back in the 80s. Okay, whatever. 80s, man. All right. So there you go. That was what I did this week, and uh, I haven't heard back on a couple of the auditions, but, you know, that's how it goes. You, you do a lot of auditions, and you get a few jobs, and you hopefully the few jobs take care of the other stuff. So. Well, I know you and Nathan have been working on videos. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm working I... on my big convention appearance, yeah. Yeah, I'm I, doing a I Star actually, Trek thing. after work on Monday, went up with you and you filmed. Yeah, we did filming this week of, of a video yeah. that's going to introduce the president of the Farm Bureau. Kind of fun. Mm -hmm. And then you're working on some videos that will play while you Yeah, we're working on a We Will Spock You video and a here, come, here Comes Enterprise, Here Comes Enterprise, right down the Milky Way. And also, have yourself a hairy little creature. And then one thing that was kind of sad, I don't know if you wanted to share with everyone. I don't know what you're going to share. That, um, that you had a hard drive crash a few years back and all the songs that you were hoping just to be able to... Take my lead vocal out? Yeah. Yeah, I, take I have to the redo lead, them all. Yeah. You could, that, all those That's were on okay, the though. hard you know, drive that crashed. It's interesting as a songwriter, the third or fourth time you do the song, it's way better, better. than the first. Well, it's kind of like as a writer... You, you the do. third or fourth draft is way yeah. better than the first. Yeah, yeah you just they kind of grow and expand. I also and did something perfect. you don't know about yet. Um, mm -hmm. okay. It's something I've never done before. Okay. I wrote a horror story. Oh. Yeah, uh, they're doing this little uh, thing on Treks and Sci-Fi, the uh -huh. other podcast that I that I uh, you contribute enjoy. to regularly. Yeah. Uh, and so they wanted us to do a scary story for next week's. Uh, um, show and so mm -hmm. I wrote a, a a short, very short story that is a horror story called Harvest Moon Circle. Hmm. And um, I don't know if I'll play it on the podcast or not. <laughs> it's <laughs> well, kind of weird. Always, you can I'll always you check into Ooh, it's scary. Um, Ooh, scary. Uh, I'm not really into scary stories. This is scary too. I have some good news. Okay. You gave me. Two birthday presents early. I did give you two birthday presents early. And um, one was very... Wait, 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 wait. In honor of your birthday and my birthday together, ladies and gentlemen, the Ting Tings with Happy Birthday.
listening and dancing to music is awesome. What do you think there, dear? The ting tings wow. and happy happy I've birthday. Had happy birthday. Heard a, a a ting tings birthday song before. It was pretty fun, wasn't it? Sure. Yeah, I just found that for you. Ah. I knew you'd like it. Okay, yeah. so you got some of your birthday presents early. Now my birthday is first. It's on the twenty sixth. So I don't know why you gave and yours me is on November second. Your 2nd. birthday presents because I couldn't wait any longer. Birthday presents to me, and be- because well, I broke I... your iPod again. Yeah. Well, can I tell what you got me? Instead Absolutely. of getting me a new say. iPod since it's broken. I can fix, um, get it fixed. Yeah, but until it gets fixed uh-huh. um, and after, um, you with the help of a friend that works for HP, you've been looking for HP tablet for me since they went on an incredible sale. Yeah, they went from four or $500 down to $99. Yeah, but everywhere so you looked. Did, what did your family do? But... Yeah, my family went together uh-huh. and um, this is your your all your kids and my husband and your husband and my pets. No, no the pets the don't pets make any money. Help. They just make they, they make cost a mess. Money. They cost money. But they're so constantly. cute. They're so cute. Um you guys oh, all geez. went together and bought an HP tablet from our friend who works for HP. Yeah, you got a touchpad now. And I have a yeah. And a case. HP. And a case. And yeah. and then um, I still like my Kindle for... Um, reading during bright for light. For reading in bright light. And, and also it's, it is You're a little such lighter. such a techno geek. And the battery lasts a long time on my Kindle. So quit, I can take it... Quit licking me, dog. I, matter of fact, I just took the my... dog is licking my hand. <sighs> Go ahead. I took my Kindle down to Raymond and and read it at my mom's house because the battery lasts a long time. I don't have to worry about taking a charge or anything. Right. So I like my Kindle because it's nice and small. But you got me a really cool, a really cool Kindle case that has an elastic on it, so that just like your cool, like my handstand, your cool handstand for your iPad. And who found that for you? You did. There. I did. It's really. You cool. know what the great place to buy weird gadget electronic things is? Um, Ross. At Ross, of yeah. all places, they have the coolest little techno gadgets that cost way less than so, if you bought them online. So your birthday's coming up Wednesday, yeah, and I and I have bought you a couple little things. Ah, exciting. But is there anything at Ross that you wanted? Because <laughs> I still. Well, I, you know, I always like things that play music from the iPod or iPad, but um, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I, I've got everything I need. I'm fine. I, mm. I appreciate the, the sentiment. But uh, I got you a couple geeky gifts, so next week you'll get to tell everyone about your geeky uh, gifts. Ah, yes, but and we're they, going out for dinner to the uh, brand-new pizza place yeah, in town. Yeah, Andrew's going to take us out to Amore. 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 It means love. Love. Pizza love. Pizza love. So I love a pizza. Um, that's one of the few feet foods that and foods that Andrew likes is pizza. So I guess we're gonna go get and some. And huh? he's he he said, "Would you like to go to that new pizza place in town?" Well, I guess we are gonna go then. So he offered to help. Do buy you have pizza. to make reservations since it's so small? I wondered about that. You may want to do that. Mm-hmm. Because it is a very. Well, that sounds like restaurant. fun to me. After on Wednesday, that'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be great. And then, and then uh, we're getting together on the weekend. On Sunday afternoon after church. With my on the parents 30th. and your mom. Yeah, we're going to have kind of a combination family housewarming at Nathan Ivy's new house. Cool, that'll be fun. And birthday party for you and I with the extended. Yeehaw! Parents. I'm bringing my dog my mom with me. And your parents. I'm bringing my dog with me. We're bringing Jade to Nathan Yes, Ivy's I am. House. She's coming to my birthday party. Hmm. I'm sure they won't mind. Hmm. Why aren't you going to come to the birthday party, Jado? She's being mellow. Right she's now. licking my hand. Gross. Well, she's not right now. No, I told she's her to stop. Mellow. Okay, well, that, that's mm-hmm. all the stuff that's going on at our house. We don't have any more. <gasps> to, but wow. we, we are going to come back. And today's topic. Dum, 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 dum. Which I need to get into my um, email to see what I wrote myself. <laughs> I don't even know. Well, anyway, the, what, what, I, did, I did it again. I owe you like I'm a lot of money now. Mm hmm. Today we're going to be talking about five things we've learned over the last 46 years. 
And in my wife's case, 45 years. Yes, don't make me a year older. The other day, I thought I thought I was 36. So I was like, wait a minute, something's wrong with this number. So we'll be back in a moment, and we're going to talk about an exciting thing, five things that we've learned in 46 years. And stick around, it's a lot of fun. Karma Fairy is getting us for some reason. What did you do? I didn't do anything. What did you do? Nothing. You're the bad one between the two of us. Well, that is true. (laughs) I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And we're the socially functional co-hosts of Anomaly. The podcast with a unique perspective, a female perspective on all things geek. Star Trek. Star Wars. Lord of the Rings. Buffy. Firefly. Gaming. Books. Costuming. And general geek topics. The sometimes monthly, but always entertaining, Anomaly Podcast. Anomalypodcast.com You know, I think I've mentioned quite a bit that we sure enjoy their pro- their program. Mm-hmm. They're really neat ladies. And I really like, they just did a whole series of interviews, mm-hmm. which were excellent. Yeah, I think I finally got through all of them. I'm not totally sure, but... I, I think so. Bunch, I, I think, think we got I through them all, them. and it, they just did a wonderful job. And they see they they expanded their staff to mm-hmm. it's not only Jan and Angela doing the program now. They've got a lot of other ladies that are contributing to the they program. Do interviews and and they're wonderful. I'm yeah. just totally impressed with the way they're working all together and bringing out some really good information that I think is relevant and mm-hmm. challenging and just really well done. So. Mm-hmm. We can't say enough good things about the Anomaly Girls. Okay. Yeehaw. <laughs> okay. Sorry, they're from Texas, so I had to... Well, the, That wasn't a very good Texas accent, was the, it? The main two hosts are from Texas. Yeah, that's right. There's from got... New York, San Diego, mm-hmm. other places around, and new, uh, some from... There's just geeky girls everywhere. New Jersey. Yeah. And and I guess I'm a geeky girl now that I have so much tech. You are so... T- you have more tech than I do. No, I don't. Okay, no, you don't. <laughs> if you can't all your electronic musical stuff, I definitely don't. Well, this episode is going to be a tad bit uh, shorter than the most of them. Than the most of them. And the reason being is we're really tired. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's been a crazy week. And we're going celebra- to start celebrating our birthday right now, darn it. Well, your birthday isn't for a couple days, but... I'll, let's start celebrating right now. Really? Yeah, why not? Okay. I, I already celebrated by having a cupcake today. Oh, well, I ordered your birthday mm, cake. Mm, cupcake chocolate. I ordered your birthday cake. Excellent. And it's going to oh. be professionally decorated by Susie's Cakes. Excellent. A, a I love Susie's Cakes. very good artist. Yes, yes. And, very good cake artist. And I do want to say a big happy anniversary to our friends Alan Joyce. Yeah. It's their 15-year anniversary marriage. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Now, are they at Disneyland for their anniversary? Yes, they are. How, How did cool I know? is that? By the way, it was really bad. I listened to one of their podcasts the other day. And you wanted to go, didn't you? Well, it was one where they had someone do a review uh-huh. of the Hawaii Disneyland My, Resort. Oh, wouldn't that be something? Uh, now, I... I really enjoyed Disneyland because of the kids, and but I am not a ride person. No. And I've never been to a spa, really. But this lady was describing the spa at Disneyland Hawaii, a resort there. And I'm going, uh, I, I think I could go there. I, I think I could, you know, sacrifice my, my time to, to go there. You'd like to go do, there do and, think- and be diapered. Not diapered. Oh, I'm sorry. Pampered. The same thing, isn't it? Pampers, diapers. I've never gone to a spa, but I think that should be on my bucket list (laughs) to go to a spa someday. (laughs) Okay, um, if that's something you really want to (laughs) do. In Hawaii. I would like just go to Hawaii. That'd be cool. I'd like to, you know what I really want to do is I want to go snorkeling. I do too. Because I'd like to see all the fish around me. I think that would be cool. I'd like to go snorkeling. I really would. In warm water. Do they like to eat those fish if you want? You know, just take a bite out of them like sushi? Um, no, thank you. I don't think they do. I, I don't want to do that. Get all that tropical stuff I, in your mouth. It might be not be good. That's, like, gross. <laughs> but um, I'd like to go snorkeling someday. Just, yeah. you know, we're in the Pacific Ocean. How do, but how do we get on this? Because you brought up. 
Alan Joyce's 15-year anniversary. anniversary. And then that reminds me Congratulations, Alan Joyce. The podcast I heard just this last week when I was working, I listened to one of their Disney podcasts. So. It's called Tales yeah, from, from the, the Mouse, Mouse House. House. Find it on iTunes. Mm-hmm. So they have really good information about different things in Disneyland. And, it, yeah. and I don't like the podcast because it makes me want to spend a lot of money and we don't have Now, wait a minute. There. You do like the podcast. I do. But what I mean by I it don't makes you like want to go it to Disneyland, is which is makes really me not so bad. have it a Disneyland trip. Well, you know what? Things can work out. You know, all they have to do is get it some really good contracts. You know, our, our 15-year-old, um, my mom took her, she and... We had three generations of, of family, women. My mom, myself, and my daughter went when my daughter was nine. Okay. And um, she mentioned to me just yesterday, <coughs> I think it was yesterday or today, I can't remember, that she would really like to go again because when she was nine, she really didn't appreciate it as much. That wasn't the word she used, but she she was at that awkward stage where she didn't want to be thought of as a little kid but she still was but she still was i had to force her to go on we got an argument about it to go on the winnie the pooh ride with Mm, me and i'm going Catherine, when you were a little girl that's all you would wear was winnie the pooh clothes and she had a winnie the pooh raincoat with little winnie the pooh ears and she only wanted to watch winnie the pooh videos and but, you know, when she was nine, she was like, but that's a little kid ride. Yeah, yeah. You, you know like, what's worse? Ah. Do you know what's worse than Winnie's Pooh? Okay, it's not that, Rick. What? It's not Winnie's Pooh. It's no. Winnie the Pooh. Okay, do you know what's worse than Winnie's Pooh? Gomer's Pile. sitting here for our podcast listeners with my head held low <laughs> and my hand on my forehead. Hey, little bathroom humor. Come massaging on. Massaging my my temples because it's, um, I cannot believe you I, just said that. Well, you know, I heard that joke back in grade school. <laughs> okay, you know what? That was very immature Boy, grade school, and that's where humor. I heard it on the on the but, but recess Rick, grounds. But Rick, what? you're not supposed to be little boy immature grade school. Sorry, just humor anymore. Okay. okay, well let's talk about something else. Oh, mercy. Okay, so let's talk about this main subject for today. Okay, so so when you what turn when you actually turn forty six, yeah, are, are you going to grow up and not have these? Momentary lapses. Momentary lapses in judgment. Nah. Nah. <laughs> I figure why not just live life to its fullest, you know? Oh. And nobody can ever say that they that I didn't live life to its fullest. Sometimes I'll just shake my head at the things that you or my oldest son say and okay. I'm going Well, okay, so oh, what have, what have you what's learned? Going on? What have you learned? What's one thing you have learned <sighs> in the last forty five years? That you want to share with our listening audience. Well. Ladies and gentlemen, words of wisdom from Amy Moyer. 45-year-old. Probably when I was around 30-something. Okay. I I figured out something very profound. All right. Drum roll, please. And the profound thing that I became aware of was that God was God and that man was man and that there is a heck of a lot of difference between God and man. Wow. That's my profound. That is profound. <laughs> my and, profound And very profound because you use the word heck, which is almost a cuss word for you. It, you know, I, I felt <coughs> like I needed something very strong. Apparently. And, um, yeah, I, I just mean, you know, that... I think sometimes we can have expectations on people that they cannot humanly perform because they can never be perfect. Yeah. yeah, they can never be perfect. Um, all people 
will let you down in some way, in some form, because they are not God. And only God, in his infinite wisdom, will always do what's right. And not that you will always like it, but he will always do what's right and what's best. Um, whereas mankind, our wisdom and our judgment and our limited ability to see and understand can't do what's right all the time. I mean, our best hope is that we will ask God for wisdom and then follow what he tells us to do. Yeah. Um, if we're smart enough to do that all the time, which I know I'm not smart enough to do all the time. Well, that's pretty, that's pretty profound because you've got that down better than I do. I think I've been in the last five years, I've been more disappointed by people than anything else. And, and I think that, um, if I would have that philosophy, it would have been a little easier. I do have it more now than I did, but. Well, if you just expect people to let you down, then you'll never be disappointed. Yeah, but I'm not the per- <laughs> I'm not the person that goes in real cynical like that. I mean, no, maybe more I, so now. But I don't think I don't think it really is being cynical, though. I think it's just being realistic, because you can love people even in the midst of their in- inability or their. I mean, they can only be who they are. I mean, there was a quote that, that was on Star Trek one time. I think it was the first one or two episodes of Star Trek Farpoint Station. I still get that'd be the next generation. Next generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. When um, and I can't quote it because of my Baptist um, upbringing. <laughs> um, John Luke uses some King James English, uh-huh. and he says. I'm going to paraphrase it because okay. I just have a hard time saying it. You're not going to he cuss. Says, he says, if we're going to be judged, let us be judged for who we are. <laughs> and, you know, well, I, you instead of condemned, it, I mean, it's a, it's actually the right word for, I just can't say it. So, <laughs> but anyway, I mean, people are going to be who they are. And not one of us is perfect. And, you know... If we were perfect, we wouldn't have needed Christ. We wouldn't have needed God's plan to save us and to redeem us and to help us. Mm. Um, So not one of us is perfect. We're all going to make mistakes. And if we want grace given to us, then we should give grace to other people. We need to extend it to others, yeah. That's good. So what have you learned in the last 46 years? Well, it'll be 46 years on Wednesday. What have I learned? Well, let me see. Maybe the, probably along the same lines as what you said kind of at the beginning, probably the most, the, probably the most impacting thing that I ever learned in my whole entire life was that there is a God, and He cares about me and the people around me. That's probably mm-hmm. the biggest thing. That's a big thing. Yeah. And, and you know, I didn't grow up that way, and so coming to that revelation was a big deal. And, and now it really has changed the way I think about just about everything. I was, I was talking with some folks today at the memorial at the reception, and as we're sitting there talking, uh, we were talking about how what a big, huge impact that belief in God had done to us, mm-hmm. and 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 really was it's really a profound thing when you, because you view you know you view life through your belief system, mm-hmm. so you know there's lots of things that you can look at in life, and depending on how you believe, you perceive them differently. And I think when when I finally realized that there was a God. And he really did care about me. It wasn't just some floating orb in the space. You weren't a cosmic accident. Yeah, and that really, yeah. that struck a chord on the inside of me to know I wasn't a mistake. I, I was made for a reason and a purpose, and that God had a plan for my life. That really, that's the biggest thing I've learned in the last 46 years. The first, the most mm-hmm. important thing. And what what I think is amazing is that we can be part of God's plan. That, yeah. that he that he allows us he puts us in a specific time and place mm-hmm. and space to have an impact. Yeah. 
to share his love to to make a difference to and be an example on this yeah, earth yeah and know. that's just so wild that we can be part of his yeah. cosmic plan yeah and unfortunately so cool. I, unfortunately it's been made into political stuff and made into other stuff but really when you think about it the core of of really living for god is the way is number one having faith in what god has done for us and then number mm-hmm. two uh, responding to that that belief by doing things that that are different than what we would normally do if we didn't believe in God. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's it's an expression of love to God. It's not because we have to do good things. It's not because we have, have to try and be goody two-shoes. It's because, well, we love God because of what he did for us. And so therefore, let's. how do you show somebody you love them? You do kind things mm-hmm. for them and you you do what they enjoy and you and you look out for what their interests are. And that's what I that's what I look at a relationship with God being mm-hmm. that he so loved us that he sent his only son to die on the cross for us and then and then rose again from the dead so that we could have be redeemed from you know from all the junk that that we get involved in and then and then on top of all that it's amazing to me that he 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 knows us intimately and has a plan for our life and cares about us that to me blows me away. Okay, so what's yeah. another thing you've learned in your 40 Five years. Um, um, this is something that, again, I I think, since my early thirties has really, and and probably even before that, when when we first started having our children, I think both of us came to the realization. Mm-hmm. Of the value of our family. Oh, I, th- I thought you were going to say credit cards. <laughs> that too at no, times now. Yeah. Um, the value of family. Oh boy. Both our immediate families and our extended families. I think I could do a podcast. Just on that. Just on that. Mm. I mean, I remember some Kodak moments. I'm going to just hit a few because I know that this could be for on forever, but... I think about when our first child was born, mm-hmm. and my Very mom, amazing. my mom sat next to my head and knitted. She was the knitting. whole day yeah. long that I was in labor. Yeah, the whole day long. Yeah. Um, I remember when you yelled at me because I ate a roast beef sandwich. Yeah, I wasn't very onions. happy. And that you messed up my hair and makeup because yeah, yeah. I thought I was going to get through labor. Without, without having any problems. Yeah, and I'm going, you know what? There is a reason why they call it labor. Because it's it is a lot work. of work. <laughs> and you're going to look like you've done work all day probably. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I was silly. But anyway, So that was one Kodak moment. That was one Kodak that? moment. Another one I thought of is you'd been managing a radio station for Ten years. Ten years. Mm-hmm. Well, you worked at it and then worked up to be manager. And then they sold the station. Mm-hmm. And you were out of work, and I was expecting our third child. Mm-hmm. And we had Thanksgiving at our house because I said, well, we've got a house, but we don't really have money for food. So let's invite so everybody why over. why don't we invite food? everyone over? And my mom paid for the turkey, turkey yeah. and everyone else brought stuff. And I, you know, set it up and cleaned the house. And that was my contribution. Yeah. And my family went together and had taken a um, paper turkey one of those, yeah, little yeah. paper, tissue paper turkey thing that you like, like open a, a decoration, up, yeah, a decoration, and it had pinned money on it because you were In on the tail unemployment, feathers. yeah. And um, I think at the time you got like nine hundred dollars for unemployment, and our bills were twelve hundred a month, yeah. And you were out of work for a couple months, and then underemployed for a while after that, yeah. And I think there's like over four hundred dollars. On yeah. that paper turkey. That was pretty amazing. And it was pretty amazing. And then um, there's multitudes of other Kodak moments that, that I could say that have involved family. Um, that just, you know, I guess it reinforced to me about how much God loved me and loved our family. Um through our extended family and through each other. And, you know, I remember that I think it was the day we resigned from pastoring. 
Then my oldest son came up and gave me a big hug. Yeah. And I thought, you know, that was priceless. Yeah. That was priceless. And I don't even think he knows to this day how much that meant to me. Yeah. I remember you know? I remember that morning. And uh, speaking of family being so important, and uh, we were shocked. We were just about to head out to go and say goodbye to everybody and, and step down. And, and uh, I walked out, and there was my mom and dad in our driveway. They had driven for three hours all the way down, and they were going to come with us and support us. And they did. They sat on the front row. And they supported us, and they loved us, and you know that those kind of things are they are priceless. You you can't buy that kind of thing. It's when you know people love you and care about you to the point where they'll they'll sacrifice to help you, and that is just a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. How you doing there, dear? Oh, I'm glad it's your turn next. I need to compose myself. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. I'm I'm wiping. What am I supposed to go ahead eyes? to do? Well, I'll tell your next thing that you've learned oh, okay. in the last 46 years. All right. Um, wow. Oh, gosh. I don't know what the next... Probably, I would say, without trying, without getting too emotional here, I would have to say that I have learned that being married is a good thing. And, and uh, you know, I know that in today's society, you hear people all the time, well, I'm... You know, I'm on my second marriage or my third marriage or, or you know, we're, or we're just not going to get married because we don't, we've never seen any marriages work out or whatever. What I have found in the last 46 years, I've been actually married longer than I was single now. Mm-hmm. And there is nothing really like having someone that you know cares about you and loves you close to what God loves you like. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Because I know there's something about being able to know. See, I know that you know me better than anybody else. And so if somebody throws out an accusation or says this or that about me or we go through a rough time or things are tight or whatever, I know you're still going to love me and care about me and be there for me. Even if I make mistakes, you're still there and and you care about me. That There's something about that that you can't replace with anything else. I mean, and, you know, I know people say, well, dog, dogs are man's best friend, you know, because they're always there and they're loyal and everything. But it's not the same. It's not the same as having someone who shares in your passions and your desires and your, and your goals and your dreams. They're just, it's fantastic. And so I would say that that is another thing that is very, very important to me and that I've learned over the years. That if you find, the Bible says that if you find a wife, you find a good thing. And... You know, I think that uh, we found each other because God wanted us to get together, and that has been a wonderful partnership over the years. And I look forward to many more years together, even though I know things haven't been easy. Uh, but especially in these last five years, I've looked and said, hmm, you know, a lot of people would have just given up on, on me because of the circumstances that we've been through. But you didn't, and that to me is just you know, I can't say much more or I'll get all emotional. So there you go. That's another thing I learned. Now we, we got four down. So uh, now we have to share one together. Um, so how are we going to do that? Okay. Well. Because it'll be five. Know, maybe you could just count mine as a half of a thing and you could do that. Is it a half. short one or something? Yeah, it, it is. Um, and it kind of goes along with what you just said. But... Um, I've learned that it's it helps to be grateful and to thank God often for all he's given us. Because, I mean, when we've gone through hard times and I've, I've thought, well, we can't travel or we can't do this or we can't do that, instead of concentrating on what we can't do or what you know isn't going to work right now I've tried to in hard times go around and and thank God wow I thank God I have dish soap I thank God I have toilet paper I thank God I have these old towels you know but I know that sounds really silly, but I mean, it can be more I don't profound. I usually do that. I usually thank God that I have a cat purring next to me or that uh, wow. CSI is going to be on tonight or 
I'm sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. But I mean, <laughs> but if you thank God, I for the little things and for the big things. Thank God if you have a roof over your head or if you have a family member that if you have a pet and if you have a car that runs. You know, I found over the years that if I have an attitude of gratitude that my stress level goes down because I'm I'm seeing the glass half full instead of half empty. And I saw on Facebook a while back a quote that said, what would happen if tomorrow you woke up with only the things that you thanked God for yesterday? Oh, wow. Some people would have nothing. Yeah. And then, yeah. You know, and it just <coughs> makes you think God has given us so much. Yeah. You know, and here, good, here in the United States, you know, at our worst poverty, many of us have more than a lot of the world. Than a lot of the world. And I yeah. think we take, you know, we've been on mission trips where, you know, people are living in these shanty houses with yeah. seven or eight kids mm-hmm. dirt on floors. dirt floors. And you're, you think, where in the world do they sleep, everyone? Yeah. And, you know, they have nothing, and yet they're happy. They're yeah. grateful. The kids yeah. are playing, and they're, you know, they're, they're happy and thankful for what they have. And, and we, we learned a lot from the simplicity and the gratefulness that, that they had. That's very, very true. So what's the other half of thing they learned? Gosh, there's so many different things and angles that I could go into here. And I'm really not sure. You know, I have a lot more things that I've learned than just, you know, two and a half things. I know. Maybe uh, we didn't want to make it a forever long podcast, but um, kind of just touching the highlights of the last 46 years. (laughs) I'm just trying to think of what... Hmm... 45. Yeah. 46 for me, 45 mm-hmm. for you. Yes. I, <coughs> I have a hard time thinking of which what I would say here uh, because there are just so many different things that I've learned over the years. Um, and we still have a lot more to learn, so don't Oh, yeah, by far. Oh, my goodness. We have it together yeah. all the way. Okay, I guess, I, guess there, I guess I've... Okay, I do know what I, I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. I think I've learned to judge less... And to care more. Hmm. And and I mean that by how God has opened the doors for me to be friends with people that I would never have been friends with before. And he showed me that just because somebody might not believe exactly how I do, that that doesn't make them a bad or evil person. Mm-hmm. That in fact, I can learn something from anyone if I have the right attitude. Mm-hmm. And that there are a lot of really neat people out there that I didn't know before because I was prejudiced. So I, I think um, I think that's a biggie. You mm-hmm. know, I, I've just learned how to judge less. And I, I've realized that um, a lot of the things that we look at and people and judge them harshly for, God doesn't really care about. He's not really worried about that. He's more concerned about the person's heart than he is the what external the things. external things. And and. You know, I think that's really good wisdom for us to live by. And so mm-hmm. I've tried to do that. Judge less and care more. Mm-hmm. There you go. How's that? I think that that's something that Jesus talked about a lot. Yeah. And I think those are good things funny to thing, live by. Funny thing how when you actually read what Jesus said, mm-hmm. how it all makes sense. Yeah. You know, it's basically if you, you know, do the opposite of what you really think you should because... Most of the time we're selfish and, and not very good people. And, and when God is in your life, if you can, if you can listen to what, what he's saying to your heart, um, you can do a lot more with your life than just trying to figure out what you, you want to do your, on your own. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so I think it's, it's, an, <coughs> excuse me, it's an important thing to um, care about people and not judge, judge them because Jesus did that and so should we. Yeah. So there. Mwah. Yes. Good good stuff. And yeah. write zombie stories. Those are really important. <laughs> I don't think zombie so. stories. Always write a zombie story. Please write oh, one for me. I'm never going to write a zombie story. I bet you can write a good zombie story. 
Um, Why don't you do like a like um like one of your Christian novels that you read all the time, make it into a zombie story? Hmm. I don't. That think might so. be kind of tough to do. No, I kind of like. And then, the forlorn lass zombie looked across the room at Arthur Garfew. Um, he was an intelligent and handsome zombie who wore a three-piece suit. His eyes shimmered, and his hair was curly, even is, though part um, of his nose was falling off. zombie stories according to Jane Austen. Yeah, that's, that's good for you. Hmm. Off the top of my head there. Yeah. See, I could be a writer. Oh, you are a writer. I know. You've but I could be a zombie story and... writer. Well, that's probably not going to happen for me. Well, happy birthday, dear. Well, happy birthday I'm to you. I'm glad you've been alive for 45 years. I, I haven't been yet. So okay, well, I'm glad you've me... almost been alive for 45 <laughs> years. <laughs> well, technically. You've, been mar- you've really been alive for 45 years and nine months. Yeah, that's true. So there. Because, yeah, Mwah. there's... I guess y- you're right, because I've been mm-hmm. I've been alive since you nine months You just told me I was before. right. Yeah. This is a victory, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, write it on the calendar. I'm going to. Yeah, you're getting lots of gold stars this month. I guess so. All right, everybody. Have a great rest of the of the week. We really love you. We really appreciate all of our listeners. We got some really nice feedback here in the last couple of weeks and and really enjoyed the comments that you made. Thank you. And thank you to you folks that are giving on a, on a regular basis. We have a, a few people that give every month to our podcast. Mm-hmm. And really, you're giving to our family, and that's really appreciated. Really helps us out. Helps pay our internet and All different that things, power bill that and if help you, keep and if the you, podcast going. You know, if you've never given to the podcast before, <coughs> it's not hard to do. You just go to our website at takehimwithyou.com and you click on the PayPal donate button. Mm-hmm. And you just enter in your information and it sends it right to us. And it's really cool. We, some people send us a check in the mail and other people send us PayPal and all that jazz. And please, if nothing else, this is the most important Please pray for us. Yes, that would be good. That we can get through our podcasts without crying too much. <laughs> or telling zombie stories. Or telling zombie stories. That's right. Visit so us on the web no. if you want to at yes. uh, facebook.com slash rick.moyer. Or facebook.com forward slash amy.moyer. Mm-hmm. You can follow me on Twitter at moyer777. You can follow me at Twitter if I could ever figure out how to log Don't on. Don't follow her. She doesn't even. <laughs> she doesn't even know how to do it. If we could figure out my password, he'd put it on my my tablet. But yeah, I, I can't remember what my password and all that is. I do. I know you don't need it anymore. You just click the Twitter button and you can Twitter I away. I actually have it on here now. Yeah, you do. Well, I could tweet. You could tweet, but um, but I probably won't. Beware, world. Be, beware. For thine, for thine, Amy L. Moyer shall tweet. And you can find us on. Beware. Um, you can get a hold of us by email. Yes, um, by you can. Email. Putting Amy or Rick at takenwithyou.com. No, don't type in Amy or Rick at well, takenwithyou.com. Type do in Amy at takenwithyou.com or, or Rick at takenwithyou.com. Or visit my new website, artbymoyer.com. Okay. Okay. Okay, or right, just go now. to takehimwithyou.com. And, you can. And, and the links are on the right-hand side of the page. They're, they're there. Do you like my they're new voice there. I'm using? Uh-uh. It is fantastic. So, everyone, have a great week, and we'll see you next time on Take Him With You. Happy birthday, Amy. Happy birthday to you, too, dear. Thanks. You're welcome. I'm going to go eat dinner. Okay. Bye, everybody.
Hello, Dan here. Well, you have impeccable taste since you're listening to this wonderful podcast. It's one of my favourites too. If you feel that you could squeeze another show into your regular listening though, why don't you give mine a go? It's called Out of Range and I talk about the things I love. Everything from geeky TV, classic toys and brand new technology and gadgets. You may find something you like or be introduced to something you've never heard of. Search for Out of Range in iTunes or go to the website at dangelous.com slash out of range. I'd love to hear from you. Happy listening. Hi, my name's Al, and my wife Joyce and I are big Disneyland fans. In fact, we love the place so much we started a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth. In our show, Tales from the Mouse House, we'll discuss some news and updates on the Disneyland Resort, reveal some amazing little-known gems we call hidden treasures, and we'll also review some of the rides and attractions that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And we'll review some places to satisfy your hunger attacks, as well as offer up some tips and tricks we've picked up over the years that can help you get the most out of your Disneyland Resort vacation. So, after Rick and Amy have helped you along your spiritual path, Check out Tales from the Mouse House in iTunes. And remember, make it a magical day. Come close. I've got a quick question for you. Have you ever felt like you're out on the edge? Let's maybe call it the fringe. I happen to know someone who's fluent in gobbledygook. Well, I might be that guy. I'm Wayne Henderson. And I'm Dan, Metal Dan on Twitter. And together, we are the Fringe Casting with Wayne and Dan podcast, devoted to the TV show Fringe. Check out Fringe Casting at mediavoiceovers.com slash fringe, also in iTunes, the Zoom Marketplace, etc. Then call us with your Fringe thoughts and theories on our listener line at area code 206-984-1446. Thank you for your attention and have a nice day.